and welcome to Frock Flicks, the historical costume movie and TV podcast. I'm Tristan L. Bass, your host, here with one half of our original Broadway recording cast, Kendra Van Cleve. And we're on episode five of Downton Abbey, the final season. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. And whoa, everybody's dying. Holy shit. Blood is spewed and we're kind of in shock right now. We're kind of, we're kind of blown because we just watched this and Jesus, we have never seen this much. We've never seen blood on Downton Abbey. I mean, certainly not the Earl just spewing blood. I could could see that he was going to keel over. And of course he was going to keel over at the dinner because it's the most dramatic thing. And I was, as we're at the dinner scene, I'm saying, can we hurry up, you know, through your argument because he's going to keel over. And then holy crap blood all over the 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 white dining table his wife everywhere blood everywhere blood on neville chamberlain's dicky and botox (laughs) yes the fuck man oh and then carting him out yes yes shocking we are shocked we can't jesus we kind of had to take a moment because we couldn't remember were their costumes. Yes, because did all it, we remember is blood. Did anything else happen in the episode? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, um, it was just blood. There was an yes. hour of some stuff and then blood <laughs> and down Abbey. Drenched in blood. Not just blood. Spewing of blood. Spew, like projectile, projectile vomiting, vomiting of, blood. of blood. Jesus. All that, right. That I, never happened. No. This is not Game of Thrones, people. I know. I'm not ready. For, if this was Game of Thrones, I would completely be ready for it, this. I'd be, I'd be not. I down be Abbey, I'm like sinking into the sofa, I'm all cozy like, yeah, and yeah, happy yeah, and like, oh, that's a nice dress. Shiny, and, it's pretty. Look oh, at the tiara. Mary's being annoying. Yeah, and look at the being a trip. And then, holy ah! shit! <laughs> Sorry, we'll be we'll be okay in a second. Wow. We're gonna need another cocktail here. <laughs> I know, Jesus. <sighs> okay. Whew. Okay. So everybody, right. you know, Every, you're all right. You're all right. I mean, okay. you've all had a day or so. But we Hopefully. just we just watched this. Literally, so. we Fuck. just turned it off. Okay. Whew, I know. God, I know. I need a. I need a lay down and a wet, wet nap or something. I don't know. What. I, don't know. I think down uh, down Navi needs a wet nap more I than us. Yeah, really. So, did anything <sighs> else happen? I mean, okay, shit happened. Yes. All <laughs> um, right. Um, so were, uh, let's talk about Mary and my boyfriend Matthew Good, right. Henry, aka Race Henry cars. Talbot. Uh, he invites her off to. Watch uh, him race. Yes, which is all boys do. a euphemism to show her his manly prowess. And but she brings Tom because, like... Because she needs she, a buffer. Yeah, she's like... Well, it's I, actually probably good because yeah. if the two of them were on their own, they, they, they would have just, like, irritated each other and stomped off. But Tom's there, like, whispering to her, essentially, play well with others. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, yeah, so they... So she watches him race, and then they go off to a pub. A pub where she's never been in a pub before. Well, because, no. oh, I'm too good for this. She's <laughs> been in a pub, like, twice. Yes. No, no, she said her father goes to a pub oh, once okay. a year to be down with the people. Well, yes. And she just doesn't go to a pub because, oh. Yes. I don't, oh, wanna, before I don't want that. She says, I don't want to sound like a snob, but I'm going to sound like a snob. Yes. And that earlier, would, That would be like every other episode this season. She said... I don't want to sound like a snob, but, but I'm a snob. I'm a buck. I'm a hell of a snob. But earlier, she tells Branson that this that Henry Talbot isn't in the running because she doesn't want to be grander than her her, her next spouse if she has yeah. one. And on the one hand, I can get that that you know that sort of imbalance is 
can be weird, but then Branson points out how he and Sybil, most people would think they were completely imbalanced, yeah. but actually they were a marriage of equals because it's much more about your spirit and your soul and personality right. and character than it is about how much money you have or whatever. And why is she telling Branson this when, Well, duh. because they're actually friends. Yeah, but I mean... We, I don't want to be grander than my my I know. partner. Of all people to and tell. And I'm going to tell Branson. I'm going to tell the com- my I'm communist. I'm going to tell the chauffeur who married my sister. Who's a total Marxist. Yeah. And yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. totally good I'm, idea. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really right. thinking these things through. Right. I mean. Yeah. Really. And so, then Edith goes off to London. As and, she should be. And yes, finally. And seems to finally be thinking she might actually stay there. Stay it's, there? It's, she seemed really awfully comfortable. She seemed off. Yeah. She hires a new editor who's a woman who is wearing a really sharp, stripy... It's like a striped, but like a houndstooth stripe Yeah, it's a pattern dress. stripe. It's, it's like a yeah. woven stripe. I and think. it was sort of on a diagonal or something. Yeah. And then it had one of my favorite features of 20s dresses yeah. where they have the long collar yes. with like an inset. Yes. And I always find that really flattering. Because again, it, it's that menswear touch, but it's feminine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. And it was in a gray or, or blue sort was, of um, yeah. like charcoal Charcoal, yeah. yeah. And now, mm. I didn't love what Edith was wearing. She, she wears that for this interview and then also to hook up with her new boyfriend. Yeah. Um, who It's not a date, Dad. And I have to say, that would drive me crazy. Yeah. Like, you barely met a guy. He wants to hook up. You know, and you're all in that, like, nervousness and... You know, and maybe it's going to come to nothing. And meanwhile, your dad and especially your com- you're sister, your competitive bitchy with, sister is like, oh, you have a day. Edith all, and random guy sitting in a tree. They're that all at breakfast going. Yeah. But she was wearing this outfit that was, I don't know, it was just sort of 70s to me. And it's not, I mean, it's perfectly period. It just didn't appeal to me with the light, it's a light green print with a pussy bow. I love yeah. that term. Yeah. And then the, the, the skirt was like, like a kind of up with a high waist and then had like suspender like, straps yeah. and i could see that it does have a set well it's the 70s doing the 20s kind of yes track. Exactly. I, could, I could see that but i also like because it, it again it's one of those menswear-ish touches um but 20s and, and i again it just it's it fits i could see it being yes. part of her wardrobe i can really and see it, it certainly suits what she's doing going into yeah. the office getting yeah. shit done yeah it, it really fits the character and the and the context of this, you know, I'm, it's not my favorite of the things she's been wearing, but it really, it, you know, I'd seen a screen cap of this before uh, the season started, and I just, I thought, you know, that works. It just, sure, it works for what she's doing. She looks like um, a career girl. It, yeah, career it, woman. It totally looks like, you know, I'm an editor, I'm a newspaper person, or whatever. I'm, I'm working. I'm in London. It's the twenties. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> um, I like that. Again, I, I'm going back to what I said, you know, last episode. I'm just thinking she's career girl she's working it yeah. um but then what she wore when she was having cocktails with her new friend oh my god holy moly that was so beautiful so that red and gold woven yeah. dress with some sort of, sh- kind of sheer shimmer. red that was solid but it, yeah and, it was and like the a shimmer be- kind of like hammered oh gold yes over oh my god oh. so beautiful and then she has she often so does hot. the with her evening the upper arm circlet Bangle, which was beautiful yeah. and then she also had another one of her jeweled headbands yeah and then after she kisses yes. her new bow hunk, which yes. made us very happy, finally, Yay! Edith, get let's get it going. I mean, you're not, you're, she's, you know, she's quite pretty. She, well, whatever, I know she's the overlooked one. Yeah. Anyway, but then he, she puts on an evening coat that's this beautiful sort of um, light camel fur yeah. um, uh, around the, the neck. And it just so sets off the yeah. colors and is just beautiful it really is great it's a beautiful outfit the whole ensemble 
together everything all works it yes. just really it's it tied the room together totally so yeah. you know you hope she's getting some um but you know she probably yes. won't because he's you know whatever because shit never works out for you yeah, we got a few a few more episodes for to, shit to go wrong <laughs> yes things will always go wrong for you yes. yeah um Oh, speaking of which, at the very end, okay, so after, after... Well, let's wait and get to the okay, big, we, I feel like okay. we need to talk about the big dinner scene and after. All right, I, that's what I was thinking. Okay. I was working up to, working up that's going to that. All right, so dinner, yeah, so well, dinner. Well, no, no, wait, well, just real quick, other yeah. plot points. Oh, so, we got some other plot points. Uh, Daisy right. helping her uh, father-in-law Mason. move in, Mr. Mason move in, yeah. and she was wearing a very nice um, yeah. plaid Kind of in rust colors, light yeah. light rust colored yeah. plaid, sort of playing with diagonals and yeah. stuff. And I mean, it wasn't the most gorgeous thing ever, but it suited her. It, it, it was very, it was her. very period too. It looked yes, very so, appropriate to the absolutely. time and place. Absolutely, and again, you know, it looked right on her, just much like the the thing she wore at the the, the uh, Carson's wedding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, her, you know. I'm I'm starting to think she has quite a little wardrobe in her tiny yeah. little closet somewhere. You know, she's stashing some pennies away or something because, yeah. um, you know, she's got some nice off-duty clothes. And clearly, uh, the footman whose name I can't remember, who now we learn can't read, yeah. um, clearly is gunning for taking over the farm and marrying Daisy. Yeah. Uh, when Mr. Mason goes, although I'm confused because. Mr. Mason was going to leave his farm to her. Yeah. But now he's been booted off that farm. So he can't leave that farm. So how can you, I guess you leave the lease? I don't know. Woohoo, honey. You know? But it's not really his lease to leave. Exactly. That's what, so I don't get what he was going to leave to her. Well, well, I don't know. It confuses me, but whatever. Clearly, uh, illiterate footman is, is... headed in that direction. Although, do you think that I, I got a little hint that Mason and Mrs. Patmore Me too. were a little like... They had a little connection, yeah, didn't they? a little love connection yes. there. Although I have to say it would be awfully convenient if everybody gets matched up at the end of the season. <sighs> yeah, I know. Well, you know? who knows? And we've already had the at this time in my life, can I really? Blah, blah, blah. We've been through that with Carson and Mrs. Hughes. Yeah. That's not to say I want, you know, I don't want Mrs. Patmore to suffer because yeah. she's a redhead. But, um, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems awfully pat. It is. Yeah. It is. But, yeah. uh, oh, and then, yeah, and then the fact that, you know, Footman, we can't remember his name, um, can't read now. Uh, uh, Barrow's Bar- going to help Barrow him out. Barrow discovers this and, and it's going to help him out, probably in exchange for blowjobs. Yes, that's what we were. And, yeah. uh, seems fair. Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. uh, we didn't want to be friends, but now we have to because we have a reason. Um, great. Yes, and okay. Barrow continues to discover his humanity. Yeah. Meanwhile, Baxter has to testify for this trial, and Mosley's being all sweet and sort of yeah. protective, but also helping her make good choices and right. takes her with, but then does she doesn't end up having to testify. Because... Because uh, life yeah. is convenient when you're on Downton Abbey. Yeah. The one uh, costume note, she was wearing a nice little scarf. It she had, had some had sort it. of regular day dress, but I didn't catch well, what Well, there was, was a little scarf and with it. I don't know if it was attached to the dress or just separate. And it had this very interesting print. Um, it was very deco. It had a lot of like, these little blocks and little stripes. And it was just like, whoa, that's a very period print. Hmm. Yeah, um, I don't remember. So it was it, like but this I one it. tight shot of it, yeah. and I'm um, like, oh, okay, yeah. she gets something, yeah. um, and she doesn't have to testify. And it was kind of the moment when he was uh, uh, back. Uh, uh, Mosley was saying, "Well, do you want me to go back in and and tell them to call the trial on?" And, and she was like, "Ha ha ha, no." Um, yeah. So otherwise, meh on the other storylines. 
we've commented before on the nice subtle touches with the servant wear and one thing we haven't noticed there's been a couple episodes now mrs hughes has had another dress that has sort of a burnout velvet inset yes that's very nice it's too. kind of like her evening working yeah, dress yeah and it's interesting because it looks a little more edwardian than her uh True. the dress she's usually been wearing but i like the the yeah. again the burnout velvet yeah. adds texture and and there's a nice detail. Oh, the one other plot line with uh, the Hughes Carson Carsons. Oh, fucking whatever. Mr. Carson suddenly turns fucking into caveman. Dinner. You didn't grill my meat correctly and the plate's cold. Well, fuck and you. The knife make isn't your, sharp Make or your own fucking food oh, then, dipwad. Fuck's sake. I know. I... It's a different era and he wouldn't even think of that, but I hope he is aiming for a set down. Yeah, I mean... Do, okay, if we have to see the domestic life, can't we see them banging or... Let's not or, see them banging. Well, you wanted them... I was joking. I know, but... I'm but just, uh, could we see them be happy and in love we, or, I don't know, something? Or but, doing something cute yeah. as opposed to being annoying and and, yeah. and cranky together? Cause, right. I cause, mean, it's, that's it? So they've just gotten married and now already he's going to be a butt? Yeah. Like, thanks, great. Like, why are we Why are we wasting yeah. valuable screen time on that when we can get more yeah. of the Earl projectile vomiting on I know, totally. Because that was like, yeah. wow. That, yeah. <laughs> that was an epic Downton moment. Yes. All right, so let's get to the dinner at which <laughs> many people were dressed fabulously. Yes. Edith was wearing... So, first off, Neville... Okay. The Dowager Countess brings in Neville Chamberlain to help her win her war. Not yet the a- but, I'm sorry, acquiescing Does she, does she not Neville know that he's going to be... He's Neville Chamberlain. He's going to be Team Capitulate. But not yet, because now oh, yes, he's, he he's uh, a health minister. We know where he's whatever. going. He, he's, we know he's, where he's, he's not headed. the prime minister yet. But yes, okay. apparently he will be that, that and more. Just you wait, Poland. Yes. Um, <laughs> so right now he's just some guy who, his backstory is that he did some stupid prank at one time, which the Dowager knew, and now she's calling it a favor, as we right. learn later in a little conversation. So for she, ha, ha, ha. yet again, tries to lure in, you know, reinforcements, uh, whatever, so they can have yet another knockdown fight at the dinner table. About the fucking hospital, which, which, which nobody gives about. a shit about. But people were wearing great outfits. Yes. Edith had a lovely sort of uh, medium green but with gold accents dress beautiful embroidery oh my god it's always another halter neck i think uh no i think this was a with no, sleeves yeah. i'm not actually i can't remember the neckline it was a wider neckline yeah. i remember that because it had so much embroidery yeah. and detail on the front yeah. it was just oh god. yeah and mary was to the nines in a black beaded yes. number um you with did... a with a slight with a wide headband that unfortunately reads Liza Minnelli 1970s to, to me yeah. which is of course the 70s doing the 20s it comes from you know cabaret and all of that and yeah. I mean it's perfectly period but to my mind it looks a little cheesy just because it yeah. was later cheesified it is the widest bandeau uh that we've we've seen we're keeping track of these bandos yes we are we're excited um, about them usually they've been very thin and they've been a little wider I think Edith has had the widest ones so far and then this is the widest it's very wide it covers the entire forehead so, uh, yeah, it does look like that exaggerated style that got kind of cartoony um, when right. it's being redone in later years. Um, a lot later years, but in... You know what we mean. Yes. Um, <laughs> in the 70s. In the 70s. Which when ruined doing, everything. When they were doing cheesy versions of 1920s. Um, so, but it's still accurate. I, I, yeah, I no, still totally. liked it. And it yeah. looks good on her because yeah. she is the supposedly the most fashion forward of them all. Um even though Edith kind of does this little sideline around her. Yeah. Uh, oh God, back Cora. to Cora. Oh, sorry. I was okay. just going to say back, backing up real quick. Edith's 
uh, evening dress that she was wearing out on a, the date with her bow hunk. I was watching her as she was turning to put her coat on. Mm-hmm. And it had this cut where obviously it's that loose boxy cut through the waist, but then the way it, it's fitted almost through the hips. And I mean, you cannot have any, any <laughs> tiniest, you couldn't have a centimeter of stomach fat without looking pregnant in that. And it, it, yeah, I, it made me need a lay down. But yes, back to yeah. the, the big dinner. The big dinner. Cora. So Cora's gown. It was, it had, it was two-tone. Oh, God, the, it, was it was like, like that copper, bronze. It was like a bronze copper. up on top. And then was it a... a I think it was black or something on the bottom was, No, it, was, it wasn't solid black. I want to say it's more of a gunmetal yeah. or something with a shimmer. And but it, was it was on the on a, on a angle. Yeah, there was an angle to it. it or what, and it wasn't even just a direct yeah. line. It was it was much more sort of organic, sort of the yeah. mix between the two. And just that the metallicness of that bronze top yeah. was so great. Yeah. And it had so, it had a lot of texture to it. It wasn't um, a flat material. It was very uh, I don't know if it was a crinkle or if it was just a, a shimmer yeah. or a georgette or something. It was just it had a lot of texture on it, and so it read beautifully on screen. And what's great is so many with all of this. I mean, it's the advantage of metallics, but they're using actual metallics. Yes. They're not just using oh, it's a bronze color. Yeah. You know, it's there's metal going on in there, yes. and it's just oh my god, it's so stunning and yes. beautiful in the evening. Right. You know, by candlelight yeah, and low all of lights that. and everything. And yeah. of course, this being the fanciest dinner, everyone's wearing their tiaras and shit. And- Dowager. Dowager. The yes. Dowager Countess, okay, it doesn't seem, compared to what anyone else is wearing, is revolutionary. Dowager Countess just entered the 1910s. <laughs> Up until now, she's been dressing in 1900 to 1908. And all of a sudden, she was wearing a dress tonight that was the, what you call the kimono cut, where it had kind of a... Yeah. So there's um, She wasn't covered up all the way to the neckline. It had a, an inset um, with of a different color and then a wide sleeve and yeah. that is a very teens look and oh my god i mean that was the most modern yeah. thing we've seen the dowager countess in Each ever episode she is getting she's inching tiny itty little steps closer to everyone else yes tiny i mean she's always going to stay at least 10 20 30 yeah, years yeah, behind yeah. but holy crap i couldn't believe that i know and, and then, then there was blood and then the earl spews oh my everywhere god. oh my god yeah <laughs> And even in the final scene when um, Neville Chamberlain and Tom Branson are talking about some shit, there's still some little specks of blood yeah. on, on Neville yeah. Chamberlain's yeah. shirt. And I'm just like, yeah. oh shit. There's the Holy crap. I kind of want to, can we rewind? I kind of want I kind of want to see the spewing again just to make sure <laughs> Slow that, mo. that really happened. We need screen caps of Jesus. that. That was just like, That was crazy. Oh. That was crazy. Yeah. And so what it was was he had an ulcer that burst. I yeah. think that's what the doctor said. I don't. It was convenient, I will say. I knew that when the Earl was going to keel over when yeah. the doctor was there for dinner. Oh, totally. Obviously. To- but, but does that, is that real? I mean, if it also I've, bursts that you would spew blood I like that? I don't know. I mean. I mean, I think in this day and age, you would be treating the ulcer before that. I don't know. Well, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't treat ulcers. Sure. But do they. Do they actually spew blood? Projectile vomit blood. <laughs> At a very formal dinner, too. Well, I mean, timing is everything. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Dramatic impact, yeah. And then, as as everyone's leaving... Oh, yeah, here we go. Isabel and the Dowager Countess have... No, no it's Cora. Cora and the Dowager Countess are talking about... Um, uh, about the hospital. About the hospital, and then about uh, about about arguments, and then about secrets. And we shouldn't have any more secrets about each other, to between each other because it's what's stressing because... out the Earl. And then this reference to Edith 
completely randomly and Marigold, which then you see Mary in the background with this dun-dun-dun face. Because finally fucking Mary Mary gets a fucking clue. I still would like to go back to the fact that here, your sister has adopted a child. Okay? Whether or not she gave birth to that child, she's adopted a child. Hmm. I think maybe your sister might bond with that child and maybe you might want to acknowledge that. But Mary, no, apparently cold-hearted bitch, cold-hearted bitch needs to wait until she finally can figure out that the two might be biologically related. Oh, she's still not going to bond with it because it's her sister's child. Well, uh, well so it'll be interesting because I can't quite tell yet. Is Mary now going to be sympathetic to Edith or oh, is God, she going to be no. all judgy? Oh, judgy. Yeah. Well, judgy McJudgerston. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's yeah. Mary the Judgment judge maker. Jesus. <laughs> She's going to use this against Edith somehow. It's just going to be like, ah. Or, because well, at, the, at the end, I after hope. she comes back from the hospital, she Mary starts to ask Anna, ooh, has there been any wonderings in the servants' hall about Marigold? Like, Anna's like, what? No, I think Anna was saying as much as she could, which was... Don't, don't ask. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> but we all think she's great. She's great. She's fine. What? Although what was interesting is she was undressing Mary as they were having this conversation, and I was enjoying watching the different layers of Mary's evening wear came, come off. And what was interesting to me was that the final layer, I guess it was like a, uh, I guess you would call it a teddy, you know, like a camisole tap pants kind of thing i think yeah but it almost looked like a tiny bit of structure to it maybe it was a bandeau kind of bra thing and it it was like Mm -hmm. this it was like um yellow with um like a it was a little bit brocadey but subtly Mm -hmm. anyway i don't know i was just kind of wondering exactly what that layer was and i want to squint at screen caps well let's do we will absolutely so well we'll squint at screen caps and so can you yes and um Try not to spew blood. Yeah, so, yes. um, and maybe we'll have some bloody screen caps because... Yeah, because... Come kinda, on, I mean, really. Geez, how often do we get this? <laughs> I mean, down Abbey. Jeez. We didn't know we were watching a horror movie tonight. Oh, wow. I, I think we're going to need a little lay down right yeah. now. Uh, so, share your thoughts in the comments on the blog and on the podcast. And uh, catch up with us on frockflix.com, on Twitter, on Facebook, and subscribe to the podcast. Come on, people. And iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll catch you at the next episode. Okay. Rock on. Bye.